Hey, business building warrior. Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim. Today is another great episode where we interview one of the many recent highly successful students of the Proven Amazon course, which is the flagship course of this podcast. All the links we're going to be talking about today, as well as a link to the Proven Amazon course, all the other resources are at silentgym.com. You can go there, look up this podcast episode, and you will see all the links to today's show notes and resources because it is a great episode. Today's guest is named Chippo. She's one of the latest coaches to join our team. She's from the UK and she's built a beautiful business using one of the strategies out of the proven Amazon course. We call it the branded bundles strategy. And we've actually got a course that sells separately from our proven Amazon course at provenbrandbuilding.com. That's proven brandbuilding.com. But that course in its entirety is included inside the Proven Amazon course. And that's what Chippo used along with our coaching program, as she'll describe, to build what is now a seven-figure business selling branded bundles in the UK on Amazon. It's a phenomenal success story from someone who started with our base level training model, which is the replens model. She spent a year experimenting, playing, learning some hard lessons. She didn't make a lot of money. She didn't lose any money, but she learned some great stuff. And then from there, she continued with replens, started making some money, but also started getting into branded bundles, which we're super excited about in our community. Now, a couple things you should know uh, about her journey is uh, she, like I said, was one of the coaching students who worked with our team. She talks a little bit about that experience today, how invaluable that was. She's very involved in our free Facebook group as well. There's a link to that at silentgym.com. It's completely free. 73,000 people from around the world who are using the internet creatively to launch and grow beautiful businesses. They're all in that group. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can get in there, ask your questions. You can scroll through about 1,700 great success posts that people have made over the years. And you can dive into their stories, see real people building real businesses, sharing their success, sharing their ideas. It's a community of abundance, meaning we see success as something that anybody can have as much of as they want. We don't see you as a competitor when you come into our group. We see you as a future potential leader with new creative ideas and contacts and opportunities for all of us. So we want you to succeed because this is an expanding opportunity where there's always more to learn. The more people you know, the more connections you make, the more your business is going to grow, the more money you're going to put into the bank. That's one of the things that we see over and over and over again. I've been doing this for 20 years and we could be teaching literally any e-commerce strategy, but we teach this one to new sellers People who've never made money before online, we're going to teach you the Amazon replan system because we see it working so consistently for our students. And today's time spent with our new coach, Chippo, is no exception. You're going to thoroughly enjoy hanging out with her. I'm going to dive in and get to know her a little bit right alongside of you because although she is one of our new coaches, we've got about 60 coaches. And sometimes they emerge from our community without me having much interaction with them. All of our coaches have a couple things in common. You'll hear us discuss this a little bit on today's episode as well. First, they've built a beautiful, highly successful business 
using the proven Amazon course strategies that we teach in our flagship course. Again, there's a link to that at silentgym.com. You can go see the course. A lot of them were coaches, excuse me, were coaching students themselves as well, which gave them a big boost. They've moved forward so much faster that way. Now they've got a beautiful business. That's what qualifies them to consider being a coach on our team. So they've got a teacher's heart. They've built a beautiful business. Now we talk to them about being a coach on our team. And that's exactly who our guest today is. She's in the UK. Like I said, she's built a beautiful seven-figure business selling branded bundles. And you are going to absolutely love how she kind of stumbled her way with no experience in her first year into building something that's become a pretty incredible business opportunity. And if this is something you'd like to talk to us about, we'd love to set up a consulting call where you can talk to one of the coach slash consultants on our team about your business and see if this is a viable opportunity for you. See if you're positioned well. We want to make sure you've got the margin in your life. Do you have the time? Do you have the finances? Do you have the commitment to the process required to build a beautiful business? If so, well, we can connect you with one of our coaches and that will speed up the process. If you're interested in talking to us about that with a no pressure conversation, you can go to silentgym.com, click on coaching, find a convenient spot on the calendar, and we'll have a great conversation with you about getting your business rocking. Let's see if it's a good fit. Okay. Hey, let's hang out with Chippo. You're going to absolutely love the conversation we have today. And like I said, as one last reminder, there's a bunch of links in the show notes to things that you'll want to keep in mind as we have this conversation today. So all the tools, resources, and that sort of thing. All right. Enjoy this conversation. You're going to love it. So Chippo, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Good to see you. Thanks, Jim. Uh, really good to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm excited to jump into your story. We've got so much to share with folks today. So let's go. Sure. Yeah. So just to give you a bit of background about myself. Um, so I actually started my career off as an engineer. I studied electrical engineering at university, but I only lasted about three years in the field. <laughs> and then um, quite a few of my mates were being recruited uh, by management consulting firms. And I thought, oh, what's that? And they were being paid much more than I was being paid as an engineer, which is one of the draws. So I moved into management consulting, and that's what I've been doing for the major part of my career. Sort of consulting within financial services firms, so banks, insurance firms, and tending to work on sort of operational restructuring uh, projects, uh, strategic projects, um, that sort of thing, which I really enjoyed actually while I was doing that. But I got into e-commerce because I've always wanted to do my own thing. I've always, always known that I'll work for myself at some stage, but I just didn't know what I could do. And I was looking for something that was low risk, mm-hmm. <laughs> was low, uh, uh, low capital involved. Uh, I could work from home. I didn't have to be somewhere. You know, I looked at franchises, but there were so many rules and conditions around franchises, for example. And when I finally came across Amazon e-commerce, I thought, this is it. This is something I can do. I can manage. I can grow. And that's how I got into Amazon, basically. How long ago would that have been? So the opportunity was brought about by lockdown because I was home and all of a sudden I had more time on my hands. I wasn't commuting into the office. And I thought it's now or never. If I don't do it now, I will never do it. I was also in between contracts because um, I was working as a, a, a contractor within the industry. And that's when I just dived in. So for about a month, all I did was watch YouTube videos and podcasts, and I just totally immersed myself into uh, e-commerce. So yes, this was in 2020. Yeah, spring of 2020. About three years ago as we're recording this, here we are in late spring 2023 as we dive into your story. 
All right. Well, great. We'll keep keep the story going. Okay. So, yeah. So I guess being in lockdown, I was really fortunate that the business just took off immediately. It took me completely by surprise. I thought, this is too easy. <laughs> but I, as I said, I'd kind of watched podcasts. I'd watched um, free Amazon courses. I'd made copious notes. I basically just followed the plan to a T. And yeah, it, it took off. But obviously, I wasn't in a position to leave my job just yet. So I hung on to my job for another year. And then uh, end of 2021 was when I made a decision. Okay, that's it. I'm jumping into this uh, with both feet. And yeah, let's go. <laughs> so you've been, you've been full-time since the end of 2021. So okay. yeah, we're yeah. six months or so from your second year anniversary. That's it. That's right. it. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. What were you selling? How were you finding your inventory? You know, so many questions, but just pretend I'm a curious friend who wants all the details. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so I, so I took the replans course because obviously I, I knew I needed to to find consistent products that I could that would give me that consistent income, and that's where I started. I started with RA and OA, uh, as most people do, and yeah, it, I think it was a year of just doing RA and OA and finding my way and just learning the business uh, because you just don't know what you don't know, isn't it? In your first year, and you, you're trying everything out. I think a year in, I probably did my first set of numbers. <laughs> I realized I actually don't have a clue what I'm doing. I thought I knew what I'd do, but my numbers are telling a completely different story. So I was, I'll probably say around the time I decided to take the business seriously, I kind of changed tack. And this is when I started to create my own listings. I did Lisa Larson's course at the time, which was around bundles. And yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. I'm, I'm actually a creative person, despite, despite the logical side of my brain. Um, and I really enjoy making bundles and just the creativity around that. So yeah, so that was the direction I took around the time I decided to go full-time into the business as well. So you, you started creating bundles after a year of kind of playing around with replens. And for those who don't know what replens are, I'm not going to dive into it right now. But that is the base level Amazon selling strategy that we teach to 99% of all new students who come to us in the Proven Amazon course community. This is the podcast of the Proven Amazon course. There'll be a link in the show notes to that. And that's where we start. No matter where you live in the world, we start you off with replens. So that's where you started, Chippo. You got some momentum. You weren't tracking your numbers, but you were validating the process. You were surprised to how fast things ramped up. And then you got into bundles, which is another of the modules inside the Proven Amazon course. Lisa and Jenny put together one. We've got a newer one now that, that's in the mix. But all right. So how bundles go? How do you, you said you used your creative brain to put some of these bundles together. Talk me through that a little bit. Yeah, I just, I just really enjoy, you know, the creative process of, of putting things together. You know, what is going to work with this toothpaste? Is it just a toothbrush or could it be something else that people will enjoy using together with toothbrush and then creating the listings themselves and um, just creating like high quality pictures that will catch people's attention Uh, because I I do believe that people buy the pictures amongst other things. Um, Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So I really enjoyed just that whole process of just starting to create my own listings and um, sort of digging into my brain about what would work. I mean, I did use tools like Helium 10 as well in terms of, uh, but that was probably a bit further along the process. But initially it was just that whole joy of creating my own listings. So I, I, I found that I did quite well with it, but I also had people jumping on my listings. Right. Yeah. So I would have my listings take off and, and I would have the pleasure of seeing my listings take off. And then people would, I see people piling in. 
not only were they, uh, was I having other sellers jumping onto my listings, but in mo- most cases, they were able to sell at a much lower value than I could. Mm-hmm. And I realized they were going to the manufacturers. Right. So, so there were two things that I really had to learn. I, I implemented in my second year, which really, really changed the trajectory of my business. I think the first thing was I got brand registry. Mm-hmm. And I went on to do uh, the proven brand building course as well. And then I started approaching manufacturers because up until then I was buying from retailers and wholesalers. But I realized if I wanted to compete with some of my competitors, I really I needed to compete on price as well. So I started to establish uh, relations with manufacturers. So I'd say about 90% of my products are now uh, bought directly from the manufacturer. Wow. Tremendous. So just Mm -hmm. to recap, maybe that's the newer folks listening perhaps today. It's a very almost predictable journey. We see a lot of people take a very similar path. They do replans. Some people stay there. They build seven-figure businesses. Love it. Other people start to say, hey, I I want some of my own listings. I I don't want to sell against alongside other sellers. So you set up some bundles. Well, as soon as you set up a bundle and it takes off, other sellers hop on. And you have two ways to distinguish yourself at that point. You can set up bundles that include unique items that only you can get your hands on, like a print-on-demand item or some kind of value-add item, which is great. We teach that in the proven brand building course that you referenced. Another way is to say, you know what? I'm going to go straight to the manufacturer order and bulk build a relationship and get a great price on this bundle. So even if other people hop on, I can still sell at a profit where they're going to struggle to keep up with me because I've got the relationship and the best price. Right, so those are the two ways that you can start to kind of lock down your little profit centers, if you will, in these different ASINs, these bundles that you've set up. Because for those who don't know, I know you know this, Chippo, but when you set up a listing on Amazon, that's not your listing. Anyone can sell against it if they've got the same exact product as a general rule, unless it's your brand and you've taken some extra steps to lock down your brand. But you did mention you got brand registered, which is something we can help folks out with. There's a link to a service called Humminbird in the show notes. They'll help you with brand registry. That gives you a unique advantage on these bundles as well. So with that foundation laid for the newer listeners in our audience, keep going. Loving the story. Yeah. So I think going that strategy, the other way it really, really helped me was because my margins were really poor in my first year. And I realized if I'm going to make this work, I just, I need to be more profitable. You know, you, uh, we work really, really hard as Amazon sellers. I mean, I think in my first year, I was putting sort of 14 and 16 hour days in. And it was really, really deflating to get to the end of the year and find I'd made, found, find I'd made a loss. And I thought, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to work this hard to yes. make another loss. You have to know your numbers. Yes, vital. Yeah. 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 So my second year, so there were so many things that I changed. Uh, as I said, the, the brand building, the manufacturers, knowing my numbers and just making sure that I had decent margins on, on all my products. Mm-hmm. And just, just to interject a thought there, when you said, you know, the first year you kind of, you broke even if, or maybe even lost a little money. And sometimes we would look at it and go, oh gosh, that's bad. Oh, that's sad. That's terrible. No, it takes realistically, it takes a significant amount of time to build a profitable, successful business. You know, the, the people with the flashy YouTube videos and sales letters sometimes represent like, no, you can put money in the bank now, a lot of money now. No, those aren't real businesses that have sustainability. If you're building a real business, there's going to be some lessons. There's going to be some first-time expenses. There's a learning curve. But the beautiful part about the replens business is You're putting money in the bank while you're learning. You're not digging this big hole that you hope to fill in later. 
you're taking little small steps and experiments and learning the lessons that we know are vital for your long-term success. So that first year is kind of like laying the foundation for a house Mm -hmm. you plan to sell someday, but right now you're building the foundation. It's expensive. You're digging a hole, you're creating new territory. You know, you're, all you're doing is pouring money into this thing. The rewards come later. So I look at it as a foundational experience, almost that first year. And that, that's not that unusual. We do have people who put money in the bank profits very rapidly, but sometimes we have people that just as much learn and pour money into this before they start to see the reward. In some cases, like you, like your experience, a year later. But you contrast this with like a franchise, which you'd considered. I mean, your best bet there is four, five, six years in before you see a penny. You're just pouring money into this thing, hoping yeah. it works out. Tens yeah. of thousands, if not more. Here, it's a few hundred there, a few hundred there. And you're seeing the evidence that it works as you go. So I just wanted to contrast that for a moment. Congratulate you on a first year of learning. Even though you didn't make a lot of money, you learned so much. And now you've got a beautiful foundation to build on. And what a joy, Jim, to discover this community of such helpful people. And it wasn't something that I was familiar with coming from industry, but to have these platforms and these groups where you could go on and ask any question and someone who is either got the experience from being there before or someone who's, you know, who's taught in that area before people, I just found people in um, our community to be so generous with their knowledge and their time. And it was, it was just, it's amazing that you can just, if you have a question, you can even go into the search. You don't have to type the question. You can just go into the search engine um, for that particular group, type your issue and the number of posts will come up and your answer is right there. Yeah. So, you know, that you can't put a value on that. It's, it's priceless. It, and it's free. Of course, Chippo's talked about our free Facebook group. There's a link at silentgym.com. We're coming up on 73,000 members, a whole bunch of people way smarter than us, hanging out in there all day, every day, answering questions. And it's been built around this culture of abundance as opposed to scarcity. Yes. We see success as something that anybody can have as much of as they'd like. And to the degree that you succeed, that's not competition. That's more potential success for me because I'm going to learn from that. You're going to inspire me. You're going to teach me things I don't know. We want more successful Amazon sellers in our community because we know we all grow and benefit from that. It's a huge growing opportunity. There's not enough sellers keeping up with all the great opportunities out there. So we don't see each other's competitors. And as you described so well, Chippo, suddenly you find yourself in a room full of people who are rooting for your success and answering your questions with accuracy and, and care helping you on your journey, great friends and partners forming constantly. Yeah, I'm very proud of the community. Thanks for bringing that up. It's it's quite an accomplishment in e-marketing and uh, e-commerce mm-hmm. to, to see something like that. And it is. we're it honored is to be great. part of it. Thank you. You're really good. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your bundles a little bit. I want to revisit, okay. maybe just give us a specific example. Some people may be saying, bundle, what is that? If they're brand new. And you mentioned a little bit like, you know, toothpaste, toothbrush, bundle. It's more than one item. They complements each other. Tell me about some of the early bundles maybe that had success and then faded away because other sellers hopped on and then contrast that mm-hmm. kind of disappointing result with maybe one of the bundles you're doing now without creating competitors for yourself. How'd you find it? How'd you piece it together? What are your advantages? Let's just talk through like bundle A, bundle B, like before, after Chippo kind of knew sure. how the world worked. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, so my in, my first bundles were very simple. Sometimes they were just multi packs, or as you said, you know, within Amazon, when you look at a product uh, on Amazon, and if you scroll down further down the page, Amazon will tell you what most sellers buy that item with. 
Mm, yeah. So as we as as we gave that example of toothbrush, most people are likely to be buying toothpaste along with it. Sellers who um, bought this also bought that. And you're like, hmm, how about we just put them together on one listing? That listing doesn't exist yet. Yeah. 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 Or it could be, you know, a flavor of biscuits and you know, you know, you're selling chocolate hobnobs. That's a British brand, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you when you say when you say biscuit, I'm thinking gravy goes on those biscuits. <laughs> Right? That's what we do with biscuits here in the Midwest. What do you do with biscuits over there? <laughs> so, so this is the language thing, actually, because biscuits for us are a, a sweet item. Right. It's like a cookie. What you would call a cookie is what we'd call biscuits. That's so great. No, see, to me, if you're going to have biscuits, you, you can, after 10 a.m., nobody yeah. eats biscuits. Unless it's maybe a side for a bread, you know, a bread on the side of a meal later. But we put gravy here in the Midwest, sausage mm-hmm. gravy on biscuits in the morning. Mm. That's that's what we do with biscuits here. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think what you're referring to as biscuits, I'm referring to as cookies. Right. Exactly. So yeah, so so I think once I progress from doing multi-packs, I would maybe sell biscuits, you know, a collection of biscuits with some tea, because that's a very English thing, isn't it? To have tea and biscuits. About two o'clock, right? Like <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, so that was the route I went initially, but there was no unique item in in um, the bundle so obviously when i realized i need to add something uh, unique to the item uh, so for example for my tea and uh, biscuit bundles what i did was i went and bought a generic tong so it's a, it's a very very small i guess quite sophisticated little tea tong that you'd use to fish your tea bag out of the teacup <laughs> call that a spoon here in America. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so it's actually a miniature pair of tongs, very, very small. Right. Uh, sure. Probably about 10 centimeters long. And I added that and I basically just put my own sticker on it. So my shop sticker, and that was the unique item that went um, into the bundle. So nobody could um, replicate that. Fantastic. I love it. And when you say unique item, it's, it's something other people are going to have a hard time getting their hands on that adds value to the bundle. Now, by the letter of the law for Amazon, it should be the most or match the most valuable item in the bundle, ideally, or you could lose that bundle eventually, or someone could protest it or sell against it, et cetera. But that's a great example. And you know, you're doing this in the UK. Most of our listeners are here in the United States. I just want to emphasize it doesn't matter where you live in the world. You can sell in any Amazon territory. Typically, we start people out in the US, but correct me if I'm wrong, Chippo. I, I should know this, but you're UK only still, correct? I am UK only. I was selling in the EU before Brexit. <laughs> That's a whole nother discussion. That um, mess, so at right? the moment, I'm back to selling only in the UK, but I am looking to, to spread my wings um, by the end of the year. Fantastic. It's the exact same skill set, same tools, same skill set, same research. Just the US market's bigger. Uh, just it's a bigger catalog of potential ASINs you can sell against and more customers. So if you can do it in the UK, absolutely. So Canada, UK, and the US are the three markets where we say, hey, you could start off at home. If you're not in one of those three areas, start in the US. You know, set up a US-based entity. We can help you with that. Humminbird is the service I mentioned earlier. They can help you with that. A link in the show notes. But yeah, so brilliant. I love that. That's an example of one. Now, did that biscuit and tea, which sounds so weird for me to say, but did that biscuit and tea bundle <laughs> last for you with your with your tongs or did it? So, uh, that bis- uh, so that biscuit and tea bundle lasted for a while. 
until the point when I don't know if you uh, in the UK the government introduced something called um, high fat salt and sugar. Um, of course, they did. <laughs> <laughs> which meant that we were not allowed to advertise. <laughs> oh, this kills me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the, this is the fun. I always talk about Amazon. It's a roller coaster and you have to ride the wave. And, and part of being successful in Amazon is just learning to, to Be stick flexible. to it. And, you know, mm-hmm. yes, yes. There, um, there's things here in the United States. There's things you can sell anywhere you want as much as you want yeah. in California. It's one ounce too heavy. There's laws against that here, buddy. You're like, what? Like, yeah. yeah. You, so you can list it on Amazon, but no one in California can buy it. <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah. There's some crazy stuff. But welcome to the world of being an entrepreneur. I mean, that really is what it's like. It's navigating this jungle of red tape, most of which is coming from your own government. You're like, hey, I'm trying to make money and pay you taxes. Will you leave me alone? Like, oh, there's so many cookies in that package. You can't sell that. Yeah. Yeah. So I had quite a few, I was selling quite a few grocery bundles and in the lead up to, um, so I just kind of launched these bundles in the lead up to Q4 because I knew they would take off at Christmas. Mm. And sure enough, Q3, the bundles are doing really well. Amazon will send us 200, send us 300, send us 500 units. And then they hit us with the, basically we're not allowed to advertise our bundles using PPC. But the funny thing was, it was not an even playing field because some people were allowed to advertise. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, you've got someone who's selling the same brand as you are and they're allowed to advertise. So you basically slip down to page 10 and they're still on the front page. So my sales just went through the floor. I ended up with a lot of expired products. And <laughs> that was it for me for grocery. I'm no longer doing grocery. <laughs> You've moved out of grocery. Yeah. Well, you, moved out of grocery. A lot of people do kind of mature out of grocery. You've got expiration dates and, you know, other issues. Uh, yeah. You know, cookies get smashed in delivery and the customer complaints. And, you know, so it's just so much easier to move away from these things that can be dropped from six feet and they could sit down a shelf for a year and be fine. And, you know, you start to get into this stuff that makes a little more sense to to send in bulk. So that is a transition, although that leaves a whole lot of opportunity for people to, you know, you talked about cookies. I've got to imagine some people were thinking, you know, biscuits, cookies, like, don't those get kind of crushed up and crumbled? Well, you can get around some of that stuff and you can pick the ones that are least likely to be smashed and crumble or people do really well with it. I have friends who are doing very well in grocery and I just say kudos to you. Yeah, <laughs> well done, keep going. It's a but they're doing fantastic. Especially as you're saying, because, um, it, you know, it creates an opportunity for people who are willing to, you know, to stick through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's people who, who, who stuck to, to their confectionery and are doing, and make, doing very, very well. Yeah, absolutely. And even some of the, you know, in, here in the U.S., and I'm not sure how, what it's like in the U.K., but some of the opportunities that exist on the short shelf life, like baked goods, Huge opportunity. You don't send them in FBA. If you're willing to do some of the shipping yourself, though, and merchant fulfill, ship them as they sell out of your own house. Huge opportunities there. So there's opportunity in literally every category. And and I would argue that some of the lowest hanging fruit, that's a good word image for the grocery category, foods, Mm -hmm. there's just so much there. Yes. 
like you said, you identified some of the biggest headaches and challenges you run into are also at scale in that category. So yeah. you see most people who are doing like, you know, the $50,000 a month businesses, very few of them are focused in, there's some exceptions, but very few of them are focused in on grocery. Yeah. Kind of scale out of it, I guess. Yeah. So, so my niche is actually gardening. I love gardening. So <laughs> that's awesome. So, so that's yeah, probably so, helped you a little bit. You enjoy playing with some of the new toys you're finding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um so I started off creating uh, bundles for gardeners. And it was also this is all, they, I found gardening bundles also served very well during lockdown because everyone was home mm. um and people could give their gardeners attention. Makes so sense. um so it's a category that I got into very um early and 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 you know, being a passionate gardener myself, I really enjoyed it. So, and it's something that I've really um, kind of niched down into now. So initially I was creating bundles. So for example, um, maybe gardening apron, gardening gloves, sort of trowel, fork, um, you know, the little mini ones. And they come in beautiful floral, all sorts of beautiful floral designs as well. But yes, I've just branched into, yeah, all the different aspects, not just the tools, but um, uh, fertilizers, potting mixes, you know, the works. That's fantastic. And have you moved away from replens and primarily you're all into bundles now? Is that most of your business? So I, I, I see replens as being a foundation because my bundles are replens. <laughs> so so right. the learning is still the same, even yeah. though, yeah, I mean, even though I'm not, you know, doing retail and online arbitrage, the foundation of my business is replens because I'm replanning the same things over and over again. So the learning still applies. It's just replens the different flavors. So yeah, so I do. Yeah, I do consider my business still to be replays focused, even though it's not. Are you the primary seller on most of your successful ASINs, or do you have one selling alongside of you? Yeah, yeah. So you, to me, that's mm-hmm. that's as good as having your own private label. I call it building a better mousetrap. You know, a lot of people think I'm going to launch my own product. I got to launch something the world's never seen before. They go in this inventor mentality almost. That's not necessary. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's actually pretty risky territory to try to invent a better mousetrap that the world's never seen. Like that's a long-term expensive way. How about you just bundle some stuff that goes well together, add a unique component that makes it hard for others to compete with you. You've accomplished 98% of the benefit of launching your own product without 98% of the pain that comes with going down that road. And, and, And Jim, as you're saying, the product itself may not be unique. There may be other people selling the same brand of toothpaste. Let's say Colgate toothpaste. Exactly. But when what I've realized with Amazon is when you are consistent with your product, you when you're constantly in stock, when you have repeat sellers coming along, I'm now finding that a lot of my bundles are ending up with Amazon choice badges. Mm-hmm. So even though there's other people selling exactly the same products I am, I've got Amazon choice uh, badges. I'm ending up with subscribe and save. But as you know, and I'm competing against people with exactly the, selling the same uh, product. So, as you're saying, there is an opportunity to uh, to prosper, even though you're not selling a unique product. Pardon the short interruption. We'll get back to the show in just a moment. But I want to tell you about the latest sponsor we've just picked up. I'm talking about Blue Ridge Prep Services. You've heard us talk about prep centers before on the show, probably. Those are the people that will receive your inventory for you and then manage it for you and send it into Amazon. Well, Blue Ridge Prep specializes in RA, retail sourced inventory, as well as online and wholesale. 
They're there to help you out as a veteran-owned business in Virginia. They're huge fans of the podcast. They're going, they're going to be at our event in July, July 6th through 8th, the Proven Conference, as one of the great sponsors who have made some truly special things possible this year. So if you're looking for a prep center, maybe you want to try out another prep center, Blue Ridge Prep Services, proud sponsors of the program today. They have very fast turnaround, straightforward pricing, no monthly minimum fees. And they're, like I said, big fans of this program. So we're grateful to them. Go check them out at blueridgeprepservices.com. We'll have a link in the show notes as well. Hey, let's get back to the show. You know, and I'm competing against people with exactly the selling the same uh, product. So as you're saying, there is an opportunity to uh, to prosper, even though you're not selling a unique product. Absolutely. I know that our coaching director, Nathan Bailey, He's sold a ton, I mean, thousands and thousands of very simple, it's a toothbrush, toothpaste combo, like several little packs of toothpaste and a couple of toothbrushes, something like that, some combo pack, just killing it. And some people might think, oh, well, toothbrushes and toothpaste, that's where it's at. No, we're saying there's millions of these in every category on Amazon. People who bought this also bought that. All right, let's combine it together. If it starts to take off, you're going to have people compete with you by selling the same thing. Okay, let's add in some unique components. Let's get brand registered. Let's get our own unique gift box, that sort of thing. That's what we teach in the proven brand building module of the proven Amazon course, by the way. We dive deep into this and help you navigate this. But you know, I've, I'm hearing from plenty of people, we're talking multiple six figures a month in sales with creative branded bundles. And like you said, it could be a very common thing, but if you're just keeping it in stock, you're willing to actually keep it in stock and Amazon knows you're a reliable source so that you're a good ASIN for them to rank well. Amazon wants sales. Yeah. They want people to come back and see the same listing and buy it again. And if you're that, they're going to give you that, you know, is that, uh, what's it called? The uh, subscribe. That's where yeah, subs- for, right? subs- subscribe and save, yes. Subscribe and save, right? Because they, they, they're going to promote it. Like, hey, it's been a while since you bought this. You ready for another one? Like they're going to do all that marketing work for you. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I find with, um, in terms of creating unique bundles is sometimes when you read the comments, people might comment on a product and say, I'm really glad I, I bought this, but if, it would be really great if they'd added this because, or, or somebody yeah. might ask the question, how do you use this cleaning product? And somebody will come back and say, oh, I use a particular type of cloth. Micro cloth or whatever from these exactly. Right. So, yeah. so that so just reading the comments sometimes will give you ideas of what to bundle a product with, mm-hmm. and I found that works really well. And some of uh, the most of the positive reviews I've received have been around the fact that someone said, Oh, I'm so glad you added that because it's just the perfect, perfect package. I've got everything I need to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, and you're you're fulfilling the you're serving your customers well, and it's just there's a joy in that. You've saved them time. You've bundled the things they need. Maybe even stuff they didn't realize they needed. You've added value to that transaction. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it's fun. It, it does open up the creative part of your brain. A lot of people find the replens model itself kind of tedious. By design, it's kind of supposed to be. You're looking for underserved ASINs on Amazon. You don't care what the product is. It's a profit-seeking business model. You're not going to get emotionally attached to any of your ASINs. But with bundles, there's a little more emotion, a little more creativity, a little more connection with your customer, a little more of a sense of like, I just made someone's day better, right? Like I've creatively, I put those things together and they're giving me a five-star review. Like I thought of that. That was my idea. 
so it's it's kind of rewarding to to venture as the next step of a replens model is into those branded bundles. Yeah. Um, I love it. Any other lessons to teach us about the branded bundles before we kind of move on from there? Yes. Uh, so I was really, really blessed to have Nate as my coach. Um, and honestly, he's helped me to take things to a new level because <laughs> one of the things I introduced was A plus content with my bundles. And it was quite easy to do because sometimes I'm selling a number of very similar bundles within the, within the same niche. So it's possible to create A plus content. And these are the types of things that draw sellers in because A plus content provides a little bit more information than just the product description and the bullet points. So it just allows you to, to add more pictures. Another thing that um, he's helped me with is he encouraged me to do was to start adding videos to my listings, which I yeah. wasn't doing before. Video demonstration. Um, do you do those yourself? Uh, yes, I do. I do. That's fantastic. Um, very simple ones, but um, they sure. seem to work because I've had positive comments on those as well. And um, yeah, so yeah, so yes, so working with Nate has been um, really, really helpful. Fantastic. And for those who don't know, she's talking about Nathan Bailey. He's been with me for coming up on 20 years now as my coaching director. We've worked yeah. together and coached. We're coming up on, it's way over 7,500, probably closer to 10,000. We haven't done the math, but students in 20 years, it's pretty incredible. And on that note, welcome aboard. You're coming on as a coach, correct? I am. <laughs> Fantastic. Talk us through that decision and journey a little bit. And you and I spoke, uh, you know, previously several days ago about this, but yeah. what, how, you know, unpack that journey a little bit. Talk about it. Um, so to be honest, it's something that I'm really excited to do. My parents are both teachers. I come from a, a big teaching family, so, so I love teaching. And then I think having worked as a management consultant for, <laughs> for the last few years, I'm so used to walking into someone's business and sort of, you know, sitting down with them to say, what are the issues that you're facing? What can we do to solve these? I, I love doing that. So Creating processes. You've got that engineer's brain. You, you, you're striking me the more I'm getting to know you as one of those gifted people that's like both enjoys the, the creative, artistic, and you can think in the number structure system. Yes. Like that's a potent combo for an entrepreneur. You know, not many of us get that, you know, kind of mixed gift set. We kind of drift heavy into one or the other. And you can be an entrepreneur on either side, but there's almost an unfair advantage when you can be creative and math at the same time. It's like, wow, that's, yeah, that's a yeah. gift. Yeah. When I start talking about data, I can go on and on. <laughs> so I do that's like where I'm data. more comfortable. I love my numbers. <laughs> yeah. that's that, And that's my world. You know, give me a good spreadsheet. I can make a spreadsheet dance, but yeah. I've learned the people side, the creative side, and I've enjoyed venturing and stretching myself into that area as well over the years. That's that's the beautiful thing about an e-commerce business is you, know, you can focus on your strengths, build on those, and then surround yourself with a team of people that complement you in the areas where you're not so strong. But it sounds like you're going to be a phenomenal coach. Now, you haven't taken any students yet, have you? I actually don't know. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, but I'm looking we'll, forward to getting started. We're on the cusp, so it won't be long. And yeah, we've got coaches all over the world, and there's about 60 of us at this point. And it's always great to welcome a new coach to the team. I'm, I think you're going to have some people reaching out going, hey, that Chippo, that was on, I want her. She sounds awesome. I want to do some bundles uh, with her. You're going to yeah, you're gonna have some people reaching out. Looking forward to hearing from folks who are interested in working with our team. Just go to silentgym.com, click on the coaching link, have a conversation and request Chippo if that's something you're interested in. We've got great coaches for virtually all, any business model, any part of the world that you're in, we can help you out. 
All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about your numbers. We've we've talked about some of the successful things you've done to the degree that you're comfortable. You know, how's it going? How's business? Um, so, yeah, so my second year was significantly uh, better than my um, first year. I did close to half a million. And this year, my month-on-month numbers are double what they were last year. So, um, yes, I'm pretty comfortable. I'll, I'll, I'll meet the million mark this year. Plan to hit a million pounds this year. What's your net margins looking like? So my net margins are so much better than my in my Yay. first year, <laughs> having moved into bundles and having started to work with manufacturers because obviously I'm getting my products at um, a, a much better rate. So my gross margins are sort of between 50 and 60%. Uh, net mar- 50 and 60? Yes. Gross margin. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse yeah, me, so net, yeah, it's net about 36 to 40%. That's tremendous. 40% on a million is not a shabby business. Yeah. Nice. yeah. I'm just really, 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 really happy about that. Because as I said, my first year, I think I felt like I worked so hard and I felt that my numbers didn't reflect the amount of effort that I put in. <laughs> but you were learning. I was determined. I was determined yes. to yes. change things around in my second mm-hmm. year. Um, so I, I did a lot of thinking and um, strategizing to turn things around. So I'm pleased. And it's not just the, I think the other thing, and, and I mentioned this to Nate as well, I think at the end of my first year, my stock turns was 0.08. <laughs> so dismal. And I just thought, like, you know, I was keeping stock, I had stock in you know, things in stock for over a year. And I just thought this is money that is tied up and it's not moving. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. stationary, static. So in my, so, so part of me creating listings where I need to get these, the stock moving. Yeah. So I think last I looked, I think I'm doing I'm, I'm about nine turns a year now. And that number keeps going up. Same with my IPI score. I think my IPI score was around 300. And now I'm close to 600. So my numbers have completely turned around. The the velocity Um, of inventory has picked up considerably, right? Considerably, yes. I think I'm doing um, average 43 days turnover. So, yeah. So it's completely different, completely different from last year. How many bundles? And these are the things that I, sorry? I, I said, how many bundles do you have currently, approximately? So I have about 250 ASINs. Simply because, believe it or not, I still have some leftover stock from some of the before. old ones. I'm yeah, sure the Pareto have... principle applies. I'm guessing 80% yes. of your revenue is going to come exactly. from the top 20% of your best yes. performers, right? Yeah. But yeah. you still got that. You get the bottom of the iceberg that's underwater to deal with. But you'll be cleaning that up, cleaning those out, dropping the price, making room for more top performers. Yeah. Um, so there's 40 or so ASINs that are really dialed in you're excited about i'm guessing approximately exactly yeah exactly yeah that's beautiful what what a great business what's your confidence level in being able to find more bundles so it's the same as replans you know when i first started doing replans i could not find a replan for the life of me you know i would spend eight hours a day (laughs) looking at store catalogs and i was like i can't see them i can't see them and then somewhere along the line a switch goes off yeah. And then you start finding replants, isn't it? It's just... Yeah, you see them every day. No, no, it's inexplicable. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly the same way with bundles. So when I first started creating bundles, it was you know a painful process. Like, how do we do this? How do we create the listing? What goes with what? But now I've gotten to the stage where 
oh, I'd say 90% of my listings just take off. <laughs> so, it's, so it's really amazing. Really good. 90% of your bundles take off. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah we've, we've got a, uh, we got an all-star here, guys. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, cause I mean, just think about it. Even if only one out of five of your bundle tests, like 20% take off. That's phenomenal potential. You just said yeah. 90% are taking off. I mean, you've really dialed in and it's not a matter of instincts. You're looking at the Keepa history of the components and like, okay, this is stuff people are looking for and these brands go well together and I can complement it with this product that sets me apart from future potential competitors. Like, there's a lot of moving pieces there that your instincts have developed. 90% is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Can you coach yeah. me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> no, just, oh, no, seriously, you, I would love to have my team spend a little bit of time with you because you know we are getting more into bundles. I'm deep in replens. I mean, we've just we're finding so many every day, just so many. I mean, yeah. I, the other day my aunt was telling me they'd found. I think it was like 18 that day. Wow. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Wow. They're everywhere. But that is a churn business. Of those 18, how many of them will still be hot for us nine months from now? About half of them, maybe, will still be good sellers for us. You know, the rest will have faded away for one reason or another. So there's a bit of a churn there. But bundles, selling the same thing, creating your processes. Uh, yeah. you, you can create an assembly line. Speaking of which, how big's your team? You know, you, you've got a seven-figure business, 40% net. You know, how, how many ways is that getting split up? How big's your team? So I have a team of uh, so one financial and admin VA, mm -hmm. and then I have another VA who does all my uh, listing creation. So the videos, the A plus content, mm -hmm. but I've outsourced all of my prep. So yeah, so that's taken care of. So it's really the admin that I'm okay. I'm running. So was house. your net number you gave us earlier? Is that a true net? Like after they they're all paid, or is some of that money paying the team? Uh, so the thirty six percent is before the team. Before the team. So of that approximate 400 or so that you're going to earn this year, you're paying virtual assistants. Yes. Two of them. What's their hourly rate approximately? Uh, about $6 an hour. Six, six, about $6 an hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is, are they in the Philippines? Yes. Yeah. That is a fantastic income. You have to multiply that number by four to get the equivalent of the hourly, you know, approximately between four to six, depending on, you know, how they spend their money kind of thing. But that's a great hourly income in the Philippines. Some people maybe think, wow, $6 an hour, that's just not that much, six pounds an hour. No, in the Philippines, the average hourly wage on the island is $1 per hour US. That's the average wage. So you're paying someone four or $6 an hour, you're paying them four to six times what they would be making with any other decent job they might have. So that's not a lot of money to build a really great team that's managing your business. You've really got this dialed in. Well done, Chippo. Love your story. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I think, as I said, that my first year was such a shock to me sure. that I really thought if I'm going to stick this through, I really need to make it work. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I'm some, so yes, it's been a journey and there's been lots of ups and downs. Sometimes I feel like I'm in a boxing ring with Mike Tyson to be <laughs> dealing with Amazon. <laughs> And I have yes. to go away and cry in the corner and then come back and keep going. <laughs> oh, so. I completely understand. <laughs> yeah. But you, you just look at how much you've learned and how many doors are now wide open to you. You know, the relationships, 
mm-hmm. are an asset that sometimes we forget to factor in. The yeah. people that have come to know, like, and trust you along the way. It's going to be even more now. You've done this podcast episode. You're going to have people contacting you and wanting to be coached by you and the potential partnerships and relationships and business opportunities that flow out of that. The companies that you could easily consult and help them get their brand established, help them create unique bundles that help their brand take off, help them get brand registered. Like you're qualified for all of those things. Like, you know, I would even, you know, not that we want this to happen and not that it's likely to happen, but if Amazon said, you know what, Chippa, we don't like you anymore. We're shutting your account off right now. Done. You would have a beautiful business up and running and doing amazing things a month or two from now because of the skill set you now have. Help other people do what you just did, right? So you compound, you can do that on top of what you've already built and use that momentum to fuel even more success. You're sitting on a gold mine. The adventure has just begun and it's already a great story. Uh, Thank you. For sure. It's it's, it's such an honor for me to get to work with. I mean, you know, just put yourself in my shoes for a second. I've got 60 people like Chippo that I get to work with. (laughs) I can call and they're all over the world teacher's heart, successful, building incredible businesses, doing creative things in a diff- slightly different way than we've seen done before and pouring that back into this community. It's it's amazing. I'm just honored to be in the position I'm in. And it's such a pleasure to hear your story. Well, what else do you have on your mind today? Is there anything on a list that you wanted to go over or any anything else that you wanted to hit before we start to wrap this one up? Yeah. So, so, so one of the things I'm really passionate about is systems especially coming from a consulting background. And I found, I found that a lot of the content, I was devouring a lot of content and it, it focused on, tended to focus on the numbers, you know, it, it's kind of like having a bucket to catch all these sales. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I realized at the end of the year was my bucket had a lot of holes in it. Oh. You know, I wasn't, there wasn't as much emphasis. I, I don't think there needed to be on managing your losses, controlling your losses within the business. And there's so many. So if I give you an example, when I worked as a consultant, I would produce a report and get paid or do a piece of analysis and get paid. In retail, you buy something, then you ship it to the prep center. Then, and these are all the costs along the line. Then it gets shipped to the warehouse and then you get paid at the end of a very long chain. I didn't understand that chain and I didn't understand there were losses all the way along the chain. I was just focused on getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. I was just focused on getting paid by Amazon and I wasn't managing and controlling all the losses that could happen along the chain. So one of the things that's really transformed my business is, is just getting visibility of everything that's happened. Like when a shipment goes in, has Amazon you know, checked everything in, has something got lost and do I need to claim for it? When a parcel is sent to a customer, has a parcel, has a customer received the parcel or has it gotten lost and do I need to claim for it? So just putting all those systems and those processes and all those procedures in place was a big, one of the big things that I implemented at the, at the beginning of my second year. And I started creating create things like SOPs, which my, which I could hand over to my team. Mm-hmm. They were really, really easy to, to train my team on because I had those processes in place. I think that's also been a big game changer for me. It's just getting that visibility of my numbers and visibility of what's happening to my inventory all along the, all along the journey. Yeah. And something we've done, Chip, I don't know how much you benefited or used the private Facebook group that we set up just for full-time replin sellers and Amazon sellers. The... Facebook group run by Jimmy Smith 
on our team, but they've got, you mentioned those SOPs, those standard operating procedures that like, hey, we've seen people go from zero to 10,000 a month, from 10 to 30, from 30 to 50, from 50 to 100. Like what are those stages? What tools are they using? What processes? You know, what kind of accountant do you need at each different step? And, you know, just those different, very predictable stages of scaling. So those resources are there and we don't dump them on new sellers. And sometimes that first year is a bit of an adventure as you're kind of learning that, you know, we're not going to tell you the thousand things that you might need someday. That's kind of our philosophy is we teach you just in time, just enough to keep you going, make some profit get confident, get comfortable, then, okay, here's the new skill set. And it sounds like that was kind of your journey, but were there any tools in particular or any um, anything that you used from our community that was helpful during kind of that waking up stage of like, I need to know my numbers. What did you use to make that happen? What'd you go through? So to be honest, I think initially it was just sort of combing through, through the community and saying, oh, a parcel has become lost. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, is it an FBA parcel? Or is it an FBM parcel? You know, is then is it an A to Z? And how do, how do I handle that? So it's just those initial questions. And then obviously, once you start to put the process in place, and you need to go a bit more in depth into which reports do I pull and the like. And, and honestly, all that information is available to the community. So yeah, yeah. As you grow, we've got it there. I just was wondering if there's anything in particular that. The you that stood out to you, like you know, a lot of people use um, uh, what's the name of it? Uh, it's escaping me. Some inventory lab. It's inventory lab, yeah, to help put your your shipments together. But I was thinking of seller board. If you go to silentgym.com/numbers, it's a tool that dives into your Amazon data. You know how much money Amazon owes you, your reimbursements, your refunds. It's like how much did this ASIN really make me or lose me last month? Should I continue selling this ASIN? Gives you all yeah. your numbers, right? Just really breaks it down. Uh, so you know where your profits are. You can identify those top performers and focus on them a little bit more and eliminate some of those dogs that those, you know, treadmill ASINs. You're just like, you're on a treadmill. You're not going anywhere. You're working hard, but you're going nowhere. Yes. yes. You can have those ASINs without realizing it. And I bet if you look back at your first year, there's a good handful of treadmill ASINs. They're just like, you learned some things, but you could have stopped selling that way before you did. You were excited to buy it and excited to sell it, but you aren't making any money. You were breaking it. So you need to be able to recognize those. You know, know your numbers. Sellerboard is a great tool for that. They're a great sponsor of our community as well. Uh, so yes. I, I'm just kind of looking for anything specific like that that was a particular wake up for you. But it sounds like you kind of tackled it a little piece at a time mm-hmm. and just figured it out yes. over time. Yeah, yeah. So um, Seller Board is also quite popular in the UK, as is another um, app called Seller Toolkit, but it mm-hmm. does exactly the same thing. So, yeah, great tools. Great yeah, tools to I'm use. Gonna, I'll stick links to those in the show notes for folks as well, making myself a note. Yeah. Because we've got uh, great relationships with most of the most popular tools in the space, and they've given us discounts and things for folks to jump in and try their stuff. They're always trying to get the attention of our audience, but. Well, what else do you have on your mind uh, as far as your business or any other tips, strategies, anything to share, anything on your list? Um, so I think yeah, the main thing for me, I think, was, the, you know, knowing my numbers, is which we've mm-hmm. mentioned already, and then, you know, having those procedures in place, which, you know, and, and just uh, working through them regularly, having those processes in place to work through regularly. I'm just, I can't, I can't think of anything else really. No, I mean, that, that's great. I just didn't want to cut you off. It's, it's such a brilliant story. And, and once again, welcome to the team. So excited to see you 
emerge as a leader in this community and yet another international coach on the team. We're always thrilled to see that happening. And I know you won't be able to make it to the conference. We talked before the recording today, the the Proven Conference, that's where we're recording this, is about a month away, July 6th through 8th, Columbus, Ohio. There's a link in the show notes to the Proven Conference. But Chippo can't make it. She'd have to take a long trip to get here. We do have quite a few international people coming, but hopefully see you at some point. We're looking at, uh, just so you can kind of circle the month on your calendar, we're looking tentatively at May of 2024 as the, the next big group gathering. We'd love to meet you in person at some point if it becomes possible. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only other thing is, is I would encourage people is, is not to give up Mm. because, you know, as we've mentioned before, it's, um, it's not, the Amazon journey is not an easy journey. Mm. You know, I remember working with um, Nate once because I was dealing with an issue with seller support where I honestly, I think I raised the same case. He said to me, do not give up. Just keep raising the case over and over again until <laughs> so you get a breakthrough. It took three months, but honestly, you know, I am so glad I persisted because mm-hmm. what had happened and, um, and I think it's something that's becoming, uh, you know, Amazon are really stepping up the regulation, isn't it? Around the products that we send in and, and, and verification and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. The game's always changing. I've been doing it 20 years change is the norm yeah that's the steady state change mm-hmm. you got to get yeah. comfortable with it that means you're always gonna be learning always trying new things always adapting pivoting a little bit here and there and taking advantage of the opportunities that come your way all opposition is opportunity you'll learn to think that way but so you're persisting sorry to interrupt you but yeah that's it's normal stuff yeah, so it was a, a domestic cleaner which I was selling, which Amazon had d- decided had a prohibited chemical in, which it did not. But I had to keep, you know, appealing and appealing and saying, no, this is a domestic cleaner. It's perfectly fine to use. Yeah, um, a little video a... of you, like, you know, drinking a little bit. Hey, look, it's safe, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we have cleaners in the U.S. that boast that. I was actually at a demo. Someone did that with a cleaning product. Like, what? I was like, yeah, it's fully digestible. Like, that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I think why 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 it um, the reason why I persisted because it was a bundle that had taken off. So Amazon had said sort of send in fifty, then send in one hundred and twenty, then send in five hundred, and I think I had about six hundred units of stock when they det- when they decided it was a hazardous product, and I thought I'm not giving up on those six hundred units. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't you have told me that? Before you told me to send you 600 units. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, no, that's Amazon. You have to think of it as several somewhat interdependent, but but very separated companies within under one roof. Yeah. You know, you've got the, you know, a good example of that is the Amazon lending. You know, you'd log into your seller central and it's like, hey, can we give you a hundred thousand dollars? You're a great seller. I'm like, hmm, if I took that money at a decent interest rate and put it to work in my business, maybe that'll give me a little more love. From the policy department, if I, if I, you know, it gives me a little leeway to make some mistakes because they want their money back, right? No, those two groups don't talk to each other, don't know each other, don't care about each other, don't know the others exist, right? Yeah. So you're dealing with multiple separate little entities, and yeah. you got to realize that when you go into Amazon, is like these are separate, like the group that's in charge of enforcing what chemicals are in what products and making up strange ingredients and stuff that doesn't exist. You'll see funny examples. I mean, you'll see people ordering like pairs of running shoes and they're considered toxic hazardous material suddenly one day like what it's shoes there's no one's going to be eating this <laughs> the dog might chew on the shoe i mean is that what you're worried about 
you know, you know, like Amazon will apologize, like, oh yeah, sorry, but sometimes it takes persistence to get them to realize, hey guys, you made a little mistake here in your category categories. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but they can be a little frustrating. But persistence is such a great word for any business. You know, exactly. I, I'm around a lot of entrepreneurs. It's not unique to e-commerce. You're going to be frustrated as an entrepreneur. That's the journey. It's an up and down roller coaster. It's an adventure. Yeah. But you look over your shoulder and you've had a million dollar business putting four hundred thousand dollars net in the bank. It's like, okay, maybe it was worth it. This is nice. Yeah. And yeah. that's the trajectory. Persistence. Great word. Thanks. Well, I think we had a great episode today. Thank you. Uh, and I learned a lot about you and it's a pleasure, you know, just so, for the listeners, so they know, you know, we've built a system now where I kind of, I manage the people who manage the coaches. That's a lot of what I do. So a lot of times, great people like Chippo kind of emerge from the community. And I genuinely got a chance to get to know one of the new leaders on our team today, right alongside the listeners, which was a true honor for me to, to spend time with you. And can't wait to meet you in person. Like I said, someday, Chippo, great job today. Well done. Thank you. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And for those who are interested in working with a great coach on our team, they all have a couple things in common, like you heard from Chippo today. They've built a beautiful business that's succeeding at a high level. They've got some margin in their life where they can start to serve some of the students who are interested in having a mentor slash coach. They've got a teacher's heart, which Chippo alluded to earlier. If you've got a successful business using the strategies we teach and you've got a teacher's heart, we're coming for you. <laughs> That's the kind of people we like to have on our team because we know great leaders and great teachers produce great leaders and great teachers. It's a self-perpetuating, almost a flywheel effect at this point that we're enjoying the benefit of. And uh, so give us a call. The, all the links to everything we talked about today is at silentgym.com. All the resources, our event, just one last mention. I know Chippo can't make it, unfortunately, this year, but... July 6th through 8th in Columbus, Ohio. We've got about 540 people registered at this point. We're expecting about 600 to be there. It's going to be a great three-day event with 40 breakout sessions on all manner of Amazon and e-commerce related topics. Don't miss it. Live stream is available as well, which gets you all the recordings of the event. Super inexpensive ticket for the live stream if you can't be there. So we'll have to make sure you get the, the live stream, Chippo. But well, one last time, Chippo. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. Thank Excellent you so much, job. Jim. And to all the business building warriors who hung out with us today, God bless you. We're in your corner. We're rooting for you. And reach out. If there's anything we can do to help you out, we'd love to assist. Get into our free Facebook group. Check it out. You'll see what Chippa was talking about. But we'll have another great episode for you again very, very soon. We'll talk to you then. Hey, one last reminder before I let you go. Remember our sponsor today, BlueRidgePrepServices.com a great prep center that will receive your inventory on your behalf, no minimums, great pricing that's easy to understand, super fast turnaround times. They're big fans of this community and of our podcast. Hey, you can come meet them July 6th through 8th as one of the tremendous sponsors of our upcoming conference, theprovenconference.com. If you don't have tickets yet, what are you waiting on? Get over there, check it out, and be sure to check out blueridgeprepservices.com and tell them we said thank you for sponsoring this community. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.